goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all of your financial bases and making informed decisions. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. Enjoy a little ray of sunshine at Sunlight Federal Credit Union. Help them celebrate the first day of summer all month long. Enter to win their summertime fun drawing. Get 4.97 APR on a 21-month CD with a $1,000 minimum deposit and a penalty for early withdrawal. Or open a new account and we'll match your initial deposit up to $25. The celebration ends with a branch party on Thursday, June 29th from 11 till the food is gone. Sunlight Federal Credit Union, member NCUA and equal housing lender. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan Wrestling Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. The 4th of July is coming, and that means the fireworks stand from Whizbang Fireworks is now open with a huge selection of fireworks, 500 milligram display cakes, multi-shot reloading artillery shells, bottle rockets, Roman candles, missiles, fountains, cones, assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks will get your 4th of July off to a big bang. Whizbang Fireworks open daily, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Sheridan County allows the use of fireworks from July 1st to the 7th. Happy 4th of July from Whizbang Fireworks. Christy Kinghorn of Buffalo Realty would like to talk to you about 38 Ridge Lane near Buffalo. This beautiful three-bedroom solar home in the country has breathtaking views of the Bighorns. Spacious kitchen and dining area with a formal living room and a separate office or family room. The wrought iron fenced-in yard is well landscaped. Plus, there's a small reservoir on the property. The home and 15.66 acres can be sold separate from the other 138 acres. If interested, call Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. We are moving. Hi, this is Cindy from Novus Glass. We're excited to announce that we are moving to a new location, 1034 Broadway Street. Novus Glass will be located at the RPM building, just down Broadway from Sheridan Honda. It is a great new facility with a lot more room and better parking. Same great service, different location. So come see us at our new address, 1034 Broadway Street. Call us at 307-672-0139 to set up an appointment with Novus Glass. Your health is important. Don't put off feeling your best today. BEMF Wellness can help get rid of the toxins in your body, assist with muscle fatigue, and support general relaxation. If you have not tried BEMF therapy, call Aaron today and book your session. 752-8117. Check out PEMF Wellness on Facebook for more information and gift certificates for new clients available on Shared and Media Hot Buys every Thursday. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning, I am speaking with the Director of Institutional Communications for the University of Wyoming, Mr. Chad Baldwin. Good morning, Chad. Good morning, Floyd. How are you holding up uh, in this crazy weather down there? 
Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's been a little crazy from time to time, but uh, overall pretty darn nice and nice to have a little moisture here and there and, of course, coming off a very wet winter and spring and beautiful down here. Green everywhere in Wyoming, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, love this time of year. Uh, I love the moisture. I just I don't like the, the appearance of uh, twisters in the sky, you know? Yeah, that's that can be a little scary. Yes, indeed. And and, and do some damage, as we saw over Absolutely. in uh, Campbell County. You yeah. know, it was in Laramie that I actually saw a tornado. Uh, this was years and years back. And uh, I believe it was out there towards Woods Landing, if I'm correct, if I remember right, the area where that actually touched down. And we were yeah, really... we did get a few. We had we had one, we had one real pretty, you know, north of Laramie just this summer too. I'm just I I was I I guess I never really thought that that could happen in that area. I thought that you know, too many hills and yeah. mountains. I thought, but yeah. uh, she surprises you every time. You think you know That's what's sure. going on. Now, it's yeah. it's summer. Uh, the students are out. What is the tone of campus during the summer season? Well, we do, you know, we do have summer schools. So we have some students here. The other thing that happens in the summertime is we have uh, quite a few summer, summer camps. So kids from, you know, uh, elementary age up to high school age are coming to campus to have different experiences. We had a had a camp here last week. It was a STEM camp, you know, forcing on science and doing science projects, uh, uh, spending time at the planetarium, doing that kind of thing. So it's uh, it can be really cool uh, to see all these kids. Uh, we have, of course, our Summer High School Institute, which is uh, uh, incoming high school juniors from around the state. Uh, take that place place in July, generally. But So it's... Uh, it's definitely quieter, but uh, it's not dead by any means. Now, when it comes to staff, what are the majority of staff doing during the summer season down at UW? Do they catch up on maintenance work? Do they perform experiments and research? I mean, is that does this give our 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 scientists an opportunity, or are they just so dang busy? They, everything's almost as if it's business as usual. Well, you know, a lot of the, the professors and the faculty members are, in fact, doing work. A lot of them, this is the time to get out in the field, uh, think about the geologists, think about the, the uh, folks involved in wildlife research or plant research, uh, ag. I mean, all that stuff, a lot of that is, really happens in the summertime. And so they're very busy doing that. Um, uh, you know, in terms of, like, the, the people, the non-instructional folks, um, you know the the uh, the student support offices are very busy with you know getting students who are coming enrolled who are coming in this fall, making sure their financial aid's taken care of, all that sort of stuff. And then uh, uh, you know like my team, we, we do marketing for the university, so we're gearing up for preparing materials for the next recruiting cycle. Um, uh, you know you just kind of go office by office, and certainly the summertime does allow allow us to slip out and maybe use some of those vacation days but uh folks stay pretty busy is there any construction going on at the university this year Floyd, you ought to come down and see yeah we've got uh we got our new residence halls being built we got a giant crane you can see from forever along 15th street and i think i'm told the second one is going to be in place there here in the next couple days and so 
uh, lots of activity there. We've got an addition to the to the law school building over by the Arena Auditorium, uh, so that's that's very busy. And then lots of maintenance work on campus with replacing uh, uh, you know uh, water lines or heat lines or and basic infrastructure work to redoing some sidewalks here on Ninth Street. Yes, if you come to campus, there's a lot of construction activity. A lot of activity happening. Those I would love to come down. I imagine uh, I will sometime during the construction process. I still have uh, like an army brother who lives down there, and uh, we yeah. visit often, but uh, not often enough. I need to get down there and see. I'd love to get in there and take some photos of this construction and just kind of show it off to some folks. Now. You touched on what you and your department do. Chad, you guys are at the forefront of reporting and journalism education and practice. I've often wondered what your thoughts on the increase of fake news dissemination through social media platforms happens to be. Uh, what's your take on this as, as one of the individuals who is literally teaching are, are journalists of the future? Well, Floyd, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not an instructor. I'm not a faculty member. And so, I mean, I'll do some guest appearances in some classes and stuff. I, I was a journalist for 25 years, so uh, I've got lots of personal thoughts about it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that they necessarily represent what should be construed as representing the university or anything. But, uh, you know, we do, we do distribute news all the time about the University, um, which outlets such as yours are kind enough to, to to use as a basis for doing your own reporting, and and uh, I am mean, very worrisome. I mean, any the the, the great uh, irony of our time is that there's never been a time where more information has been available, and perhaps never a, a a time when it's been more difficult to discern what's actually true and what's not. If if you were to simply uh, advise or or suggest a technique to the average person to employ to avoid these types of misinformation rabbit holes and and propaganda, what would you recommend? Well, I think a key thing is to identify a news outlet or multiple news outlets that you can you can uh, you can find to be reliable. So, uh, uh, you know, it's in the case of, uh, of the Sheridan uh, community, you have, a, you have Sheridan Media, you have the Sheridan Press, uh, um, reputable, long-established news organizations. Perhaps there's others, I don't know, that you know you can rely on. Uh, um, nationally, there are some out there that, that uh, you know, just by uh, uh, they've established themselves and over a, a long period of time, you know, in general, you can pretty much trust what you hear and read. Um, now, that's not to say they're not going to make mistakes. That's not to say that uh, uh, emerging outlets can't do well as, uh, just as well. But um, the other thing I would say, you know, is, is expose yourself to a multitude of perspectives. That's the thing that's so tough these days is, is uh, you have the mixture of news and commentary just about everywhere. And so... Uh, um, you know, if you if you trend toward being a um, maybe a, a conservative, then then expose yourself to maybe a a, a more left leaning outlet from time to time. The same goes for if you're left leaning, listen in on some conservative stuff from time to time. I mean, that's uh, 
that 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 that's that's the way you you get information. And multiple perspectives really creates a, a, a better critical thinker, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's the thing that we that's a, a, such an important part of our curriculum here at the university is helping. We're not here to indoctrinate anybody. We're here to help students develop critical thinking skills so they can go on and be productive citizens and, and, and great employees in the workforce. And, you know, I, I've always really appreciated that coming out of a university, just about any college. It really makes you question uh, just about everything. And, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, I think we should sit and review and, and question the sources, question the information. And, and as you said, seek out other sources of that information and see what they have to say about it. Don't just, uh, you know, use one news outlet and believe that what they say is gospel. We should be looking around. looking, And as you said, depending on what side of the pendulum we're on. Look the other way, at least at least in, in, you know, every once in a while, go there, grab the other person's perspective, because it also strengthens your argument if you want to have one, if that's what you like that, to do. Absolutely. Now, according- yes, absolutely. That's one of the great things about a university is that this is the place where you have, we get to have those sorts of debates and discussions and and uh, and hear from all, all, you know, all ends of the spectrum, all sides of the spectrum. And according to a recent survey, a majority of UW students say that university practices academic and intellectual freedom, constructive dialogue, and freedom of expression. Chad, when was this survey taken, and how was it conducted? Uh, Floyd is during the spring semester. It was done through our ASUW, our Associated Students Organization, the Student Senate. Uh, um, they, they sent it out, got 680 uh, responses, which gives us a margin of error of plus or minus four percentage points. But it was done uh, for, our, for President Seidel's uh, Freedom of Expression, Intellectual Freedom, and Constructive Dialogue Working Group, which he appointed uh, clear back last fall. And they, they then worked through the, through the spring semester, and, and, but they wanted to kind of have some idea about what do our students say are we a place where, where uh, we have free, uh, uh, we have an environment of free and open, open inquiry and our, and discussion, and uh, um, and you know the the numbers are in some areas quite encouraging, others maybe show we have some some work to do, uh, but you know we, we we've got 69 percent of our students say they agree or strongly agree that UW promotes an environment and free and open intellectual inquiry in classes. Only eight percent say they, they disagree. Um, so you know there's there's uh, that that's encouraging. Ninety three percent of students said that there's there's they were able to identify one or more parts of campus life as having offered them an opportunity to engage in respectful dialogue amid controversial or sensitive topics. Wow, uh, that's that's what universities are all about. That's that's great. Um, you know there so so those are. Uh, you know, I mean, this is a this is a challenging time for universities across the country, Floyd, because there just is so much disagreement and controversy about things. And uh, and um, to hear that our students, in general, feel like UW is a place where where, where we're doing it 
doing it well is uh, is it's that's that's encouraging. Because there is a, a, a portion of individuals out there who believe that uh, you know colleges, universities, do nothing more than indoctrinate individuals to go forward depending upon an agenda. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't places like that, but I do believe that the majority of universities are simply preparing students for the future to be able to engage on both sides of a debate. And I think we should all take a step back and just consider that when we're having debates, that's what it is. You're, you're, you're arguing a point, but you're not there to convince somebody of that point. You're not there to change minds, simply defend your, your hill. Right. Exactly. And it is good to hear that the University of Wyoming is a place where someone from just about any background, any background, can go and and know that uh, you know their belief system their ideals are something that is valued and want to be heard uh, and I think that's one reason why I've always really appreciated colleges and and universities it's a forum just as much as it is a place of education. And it really gives kids an opportunity to stand up for what they believe in. All right, on that, we're going to have more with our University of Wyoming right after this. Stay with us. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Your business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, they have a wide selection of estate jewelry, including gold, silver, and platinum. With new items arriving weekly, now is the perfect time to stop in. Items include pre-owned Rolex watches, vintage and modern rings, pendants, earrings, and more, all at great values. They're also buyers of gold, silver, and platinum jewelry, paying maximum prices for diamonds and fine gemstones. So hurry in to Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Sheridan County School District 2 is hiring friendly, safety-conscious individuals as part-time bus drivers Monday through Friday, two to four hours a day. No experience required. The district will provide training to obtain your CDL and required endorsements. Starting wage is $17.55 to $19.65 with a sign-on bonus of $1,000. For more information, call the district office at 307-674-7405, extension 5208. This and other great opportunities can be found at scsd2.com. Crackleton's is now back for dinner on Monday nights. And attention all ladies looking for a fun night out with your girlfriends? Come join us at Crackleton's Monday evenings where ladies get happy hour prices all evening. Relax and unwind in our stylish and welcoming atmosphere and let our friendly staff take care of all your needs. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or just catching up with friends, dinner at Crackleton's Mondays with our ladies night is the perfect way to do it. Don't miss out. See you on Monday evenings at Crackleton's. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. 
Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies... Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am speaking with the Director of Institutional Communications for the University of Wyoming, Chad Baldwin. Now, if you didn't hear, recently a UW professor was part of a team that has recovered a section of the Earth's mantle. Chad, uh, who was this professor? Her name is Barbara John. She's a professor in the Department of Geology and Geophysics. She's been here for quite a while, actually. And one of her specialties is uh, deep ocean exploration. Pretty wow. crazy. That's fantastic to hear. What, is, what was the goal of the expedition? So uh, they wanted to get, this was in the mid-Atlantic, and, uh, and, and scientists have wanted to do this like for a long time, like in the early 1960s. They had this idea, geologists, that they were going to 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 get to reach the Earth's mantle, get through the crust, and get into the mantle to get some samples. Uh, and uh, um, it's it's taken 60 years to do it, but uh, but they did it. And and one a University of Wyoming professor was part of the team that did it. That's incredible. Usually the only the only time we really get a, a view of anything like this. Uh, is when a volcano explodes. That's right. That's right. And so they. Yeah, this is the long. This is the lo- longest section of mantle ever recovered from, from uh, in, in history. How big is this thing? Not, yeah. Well, let's see here. Uh, I'm not sure that I have those dimensions uh, right handy here. Um, Floyd, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that. No, but, it's okay. But it's it's, it's substantial and. And, uh, and, you know, they're analyzing it now. That's absolutely amazing. And she had to go, uh, well, now, I imagine she probably stayed on the ship and they sent a drone or, or a deep dive type of device down right. to retrieve right. this. Yeah, this was a, it was a drill, uh-huh, yep. This, it happened in, in, in May and June, uh, early, early June or so. Yeah, this is just recent, just, just happened. Just made kind of international news. Absolutely, I, I, it, it's amazing that they managed to get that far down. And I, I imagine, you know, the oceans probably. Uh, and I'm only saying this as a layman. Probably the only place we can really reach it like that uh, is it might even be this area. How long did it take to drill to the mantle? This took took we uh, took. I mean, uh, uh, well over a month, I think. They went. They were able to go. They, they, this was 
over 4,000 feet below the sea floor. Wow. So that's the deepest core they re, they recovered was that that deep. And I, I wish I could tell you exactly how far you know the sea floor was below the top of the of the before the you know from the surface of the sea. It was a long ways. It's a long ways down there. Um, it's it's uh, um, it's basically there's a there's kind of a ridge there, and they say that it's called the Atlantis Massif, and it's about the size of Mount Rainier. Oh wow! That's on the that's an, so it's an underwater mountain in the Atlantic Ocean, and that's uh, that's where they were able to get in and and get in there and get some. Uh, some of the mantle. And that's incredible. Now, now I imagine she's going to be studying uh, things like uh, it's it's mineral makeup, uh, things like that, yeah. right? Yeah. What 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 uh, Professor John says is that so her part was she's looking at the structural data, and she's going to try to um, look at you know they're they're going to be using a rare mineral called zircon. It's in the rocks to determine the age of the frozen magma that's in this core. And then uh, um, she, she thinks that by doing this, by deciphering the sequence, that we'll have a better understanding of the history of, of, of how this rock came to be, and perhaps um, maybe give us some clues on how life formed on Earth. Oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. How, you know, like, how, how deep can microbes live below the, the Earth's surface, for yeah. example? Yeah. Or has this all only been on the surface? I could only imagine. What might have been going on under, underground? Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if we yeah. happen to find some, some form of, or some evidence of, of organic material, it would, just, it would just blow my mind. And, and you know, it's, it, once again, it's a testament to the cowboy state and our our education system, our university, uh, out there doing things that uh, very few individuals will ever have the opportunity to do. Chad, when we have something like this, it is so rare. Will she share this material, not just the information that she learns, but does the university send samples to other universities to study, or, or how does that work? Well, Floyd, I'll confess here, I don't know where this, where this actual core material is located. And part of that's because this was, you know, so Barbara was one of ten scientists chosen to go on this expedition. Which, by the way, I'm looking here, it lasted 56 days. Wow. Uh, but these includes um, geologists, geochemists, microbiologists from the United States, Australia, China, France, Germany, India, Japan, Spain, and the United. United oh, Kingdom. holy cow! Global so, effort. So, huh? so, yeah. So this was this was uh, the international effort, and so they're all working together, uh, and it's but it's a total team deal. We're just as much of uh, you know a member of that team as any of the other institutions are, and so. Um, I do expect that there will be a, uh, you know, a, a strong effort to kind of share their findings and results. Can I tell you that we're going to have be able to, you know, tour some of this around Wyoming? Uh, 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 that'd be awesome, but I'm not sure that's in the cards anytime, real soon. Partly because again, it's just so it's so many different institutions are involved. 
Oh, absolutely. And I can only imagine, you know, uh, the amount of scientists who want to get their hands on on just a piece of this to look and see uh, what it's made out of. I think that's an amazing international effort, as you said, to, to pull this off. And, and I could, once again, you know, I can only imagine the amount of, of scientific papers that this one sample is going to give us. Uh, it's, it's an amazing effort done by amazing individuals who hopefully find some really amazing things. Moving on from that, uh, but still addressing kind of the same thing, UW at the forefront of studies, you guys are about to receive $3,000 to establish a nuclear chemistry core facility. Chad, what is a nuclear chemical chemistry core facility? It's basically a place, Floyd, where you can you can do research with radioactive materials. Uh, you know, we we know that uh, with the uh, the work that's going on with the de- natrium demonstration reactor in Lincoln County, the plans for other uh, r- uh, reactors here in Wyoming and elsewhere, that uh, uh, it's important for the university to be uh, doing work to support that industry, basically, and and the, the, all the things that go into that. And so uh, um, uh, we have uh, a nuclear energy research center now at UW that's been established. Uh, we have a professor, Caleb Hill, who was the main uh, grant writer on this particular request to the Department of Energy. And it's, uh, it's going to help us have a, we'll have a, a nuclear research lab right here on campus where uh, uh, researchers and students and it'll be done in a, with all the safety and analytical equipment needed so that we can do uh, research on um, radioactive materials used in nuclear energy. You know, when it comes to those kids that are so good at math and science, uh, the ones who are still in school, the opportunities in nuclear study and energy and progress with this with this energy source are so vast right now you know i would suggest that uh, these kids really look into nuclear engineering uh nuclear chemistry um uh, chemistry and you know it's it's just an amazing opportunity for wyoming and our students here who like that kind of thing 10 20 30 years from now they're going to be standing in new facilities, running fantastic experiments that will help lead us into the future. And I think that's just an amazing opportunity for our local students. Absolutely, Floyd. It's, uh, and, you know, we, like we always say, we're sort of the Goldilocks situation here at UW where we're just the right size. So we're a major research institution, but we're not that big in terms of, of, of uh, student body. And so if you come here, you're going to have a chance to even as an undergraduate, to do this type of work. You know, I often hear individuals talking about uh, you know, when they want to build something. And when I say something, I'm not talking about construction. I'm talking about programs or, or something like that. You want to build high, not wide. Uh, and I think the university has always been great about building high and not wide. Uh, you know, you improve the quality of the programs that we have as opposed to introduce other ones. Uh, really focus on the studies that are going on instead of introducing other ones. And I think that's always been something at the university. It's, as you said, it's kept it small, but the quality 
of what's going on down there is absolutely amazing. And the research being done will help kind of shuffle us along into the future. Chad, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. It's always fascinating uh, getting an opportunity to talk about this research and these findings and, 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 you know, these samples that are being taken out of the mantle of our earth. Uh, I think it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Flynn. All right, when we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan County Library System. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan. Another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan Wrestling Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. If time and money are important, you owe yourself to visit Valvoline Express Care for your next oil change or automotive repair. They perform quality oil changes quickly, no appointment necessary. They service all vehicle makes and models with products that exceed manufacturer specifications to ensure your new vehicle warranty remains intact. If your car needs new brakes, battery, tires, alignment, or has a check engine light on, they can take care of that too. Valvoline Express Care, powered by the brand you trust, 752 Coffeen Avenue. LifeLink of Sheridan County delivers peace of mind. Are you concerned for the safety and independence of a loved one or perhaps yourself? LifeLink provides alert systems that work in-home or on-the-go anywhere in the United States, 24-7, 365. We are managed right here in Sheridan with installation and maintenance done by a local representative. No long-term contract, no service cancellation fee. For more information on LifeLink of Sheridan County, call 307-751-9348. Mandy Koltiska from Century 21 BHJ Realty brings you this pet of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Bosie the pup has unlimited potential. This pit bull terrier wants a companion for her outdoor adventures and some people to please. Five-year-old Milo has a big personality and he's not afraid to use it. If you're looking for a kingly kitty to grace your castle, come and meet the majestic Milo today. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. How would you like to win $500 in Chamber Bucks? 
Hey, this is Cindy with ERA Carroll Realty inviting you to enter the ERA Carroll Realty Summer Sweepstakes. Chamber Bucks can be used all over town and it's just in time for you to shop downtown during the upcoming summer events. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com where you can enter daily through June 28th. Have a great summer. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by the Interim Director for the Sheridan County Library System, Michelle Havinga. Good morning, Michelle, and welcome back to the show. Good morning. Well, I'm tickled to be back here. It's great having you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I always love your attitude coming in here. I, I always walk out of this room after our show feeling a heck of a lot better than when I started. Well, so. congratulations. You're welcome. <laughs> Because some people just want to slap me at the side of my head and say, could you just dial it back a bit? Yeah. No. How How's the hunt for the new director going? As far as I know, it's still going. Um, they have a couple of really good candidates. Um, so I'm not really quite in the loop. So I think the hard part right now is some of the candidates, it's housing. Yeah. And trying to find a, a, a place to live. I mean, I kind of joked and said, well, we've been saving cardboard boxes, but apparently this is much more serious type of thing. But, you know, it's like I, I'm sure it's going to always work out in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So but a lot of people is... really excited about Sheridan. Uh, one of the candidates actually came up and visited. Oh, great. So I think we have a good draw on that. So. But, you know, like you were saying, housing, you know, yeah. I, I was talking to the shelter just yesterday uh, and, and they said the same thing. You know, yeah. they're seeing the results of this mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, socioeconomical problems like oh, this. Oh, that's a big word. It's uh, $10. That'll cost you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but when we look at this type of situation, there's yeah. no one answer to solve it. No. There's, you know, no. a lot of great ideas out there. Yeah. And I don't blame uh, property owners for wanting to make money and, no, yeah. you know and and it, it does actually i don't know about you but it does cost to own a home i mean there's you know things like taxes and you know things oh i have to pay that again and and upkeep and and now with all the winter i think we're discovering all the water we're like is my house waterproof yeah well, let me start- look <laughs> my indoor pool is so nice now yeah. <laughs> might want to go get some sandbags yeah 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 now it's good to hear that they're 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 still searching. Uh, right. How how are you doing? Are you still I, having fun with it? You know I am. This is the end of the budget, so this is the first time the the new bookkeeper and I have been doing this. So, uh, Cameron at the courthouse, we have him on speed dial, um, and we just kind of like we do a fury of stuff, and then we sit and we look around like, okay, and then a fury of stuff, and then we sit and like, okay, and a fury of stuff. So, this is like I mean the new coming in director will not have to deal with this till next year yeah but there's a lot of numbers oh yeah i could only imagine and and spreadsheets and and there's not a lot of time for coloring yeah (laughs) i thought i'd be doing more coloring and i'm a little disappointed in this yeah Yeah. staring uh, at an excel spreadsheet all day like can i make can i make the numbers bigger because my eyes are yeah starting to squint yeah it's it's always fine and and i and this time i I went out and visited the branches this month which is always a treat yeah our branches are just such a fantastic part of the communities and and i just had to assure people i was just out there visiting not going to do anything not making any changes you know because they look at me like what are you doing here and i'm like i just came out for a ride in the country yeah Yeah. 
just to look around. Yeah. So I hope that if people are in the area where branches are, that they go and enjoy them. You know, I should have gone inside, but my wife and I returned uh, to Star Valley where I was born. And ah. there's, there's a town, Afton. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's got the Star Valley Public Library. Yep. And when I was a little kid, that place was just magic. You know, oh, absolutely. You, you walked in there and yeah. and you saw the colored books and you just ran around. I have and, to take them all now. Exactly. Yeah. It was just so much to take and it in. Seems to me, a couple years ago they did a big remodel so they made it even better. I didn't get to go inside. I should have. Uh, I just kind of wanted to make sure. Is the key under the mat or in the, in the flower <laughs> and, and, really, Yeah, in Afton it might yeah. be, yeah, right? Really. <laughs> uh, but it was great to see that it's just it, it yeah. still there, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of changes in that valley. Not yeah. I'm not digging on that, no, you know. No, no, yeah. Uh, I understand that uh, a lot of things are going to change. You can't go home again, right? Not really, yeah. no. But it's still, it's great to see that libraries are still meeting the needs of their community, thinking ahead, when even if you're local but you're traveling, you still feel welcome. Um, I, I've always believed public libraries are the best thing. I mean, next to radio stations, <laughs> library, public libraries are such a, a, a benefit to anybody. Oh, absolutely. And even if you don't use it, knowing it's there and anybody can walk in makes a difference. And a lot of people don't know, you know, libraries can be used in, in states of emergency as, oh, yeah. as areas to pass information. Right. Our own library here, the Falmer, has undergone some construction <laughs> uh, to ensure that uh, yeah. when and if that time mm-hmm. comes, yeah. you guys are ready to respond. Is basically like a base of operation. It is. Actually, we have... Um, before I retired, we uh, had a big generator installed because of, not because of continuing library service in case there's emergency, but it would be the meeting place for county officials. Yeah. So that's what that big thing out there is. It's a generator thing, and it's supposed to automatically, magically come on. I'm like, just please don't do it while I'm here. <laughs> just, we'll just believe that. But there is a thing, and I remember a couple times when, when tragedy happened that people came into the library because they didn't have somebody that could say, I, I can't believe that happened, or yeah. do you have any information on this? Or when um, the various World Series and basketball thing thingamajiggers, well, do you know what the latest score is? It's like, no, but we can find that. <laughs> we can share so, research and, and it for people, you. Particularly in the summertime, they're so excited to bring their families to the library. We get a lot more people coming in the whamming room. But they're so proud of this library. And again, you don't have to have a library card to come in and use the facility. Yeah. You don't have to have it to get on the computer and, and use our internet and things like that. A lot of libraries are still, you have to prove that you own property or you have to prove this and that. And we're like, come on in. You know, well, If we can help you, we're glad to. Yeah. And you know the Wyoming Room, uh, and a, a lot of great libraries and communities ha- kind of have like a community information area tucked off to right. the side. Yeah. And I, I've had to do some research uh, oh, no. in, in those types of areas. Ooh. Yeah, I know for for various <laughs> historical news stories. Yeah. And boy, I will admit, you get in there and you start looking through that stuff, uh-huh. and you can find some rabbit holes. Holy uh, yes, cow! Yes, I think we should put a sign up saying you must come up everyone every hour or so for. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But our Wyoming room staff is phenomenal. That's why they're there because they have an expertise in that area. And and if they if they can't help you find it, they will work on it and get you an answer. 
uh, and I can be in the Wyman room and I can kind of help. Um, I can't, it's kind of quiet in there. I get a little sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, that's why libraries and that's why we have staff where they are because they have an expertise in that area. And I always feel like if you don't leave the library with what you need, at least hopefully you know that we're working on it. Yeah. I mean, we get some really interesting questions. I'm like, I don't know. That's a good question. Let me see what I can find. Or, or we go through phases as like whenever there's like a trivia contest, we all know the answers. <laughs> and we can quote the source. We're not just smarty pants, you know. But yeah, don't mess with librarians. <laughs> if, if someone out there happens to have stumbled across some old letters, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they got lucky enough to find a journal yeah. Uh, anything like that. Does the Wyoming room accept that stuff you for know, posterity? The best thing is is to come in with the item and go into the Wyoming room or make an appointment, and they can decide. Um, and, and we always try and be very respectful about things like that because um, if we can't use it, Deborah, the, the Wyoming room manager, Judy Armstrong, who I said, they might find out a place it should be. It's yeah. really hard sometimes with some family documents, and they might make a suggestion, yes, this would be great. They're doing a lot more digitization so they might borrow the item digitize it and then return it to the family oh fantastic because we only have so much room i mean that's the problem even if we like took over like the entire city of sheridan we wouldn't have enough room to store things yeah but that is something i i think it's a great idea you know contact the wyoming room go in and talk to them about it and they can show you things but i say the digitization is a big deal because at some point they want to have it available online so when people are doing research if they can't come in the library it's still right there for them. Absolutely. I always think it's fun to read like old diaries and scrapbooks. You really get a sense of the time and, and what was important and, and neat things like that. Yeah, the things that were truly on people's minds. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And it was important, like so-and-so was going to a covered dish dinner at so-and-so's house. You're like, well, that sounds like fun. I have to say my family um, came from Newcastle, and I was looking, and there's a, the Wyoming Archive for newspapers, and I looked it up, and... My grandfather unfortunately drove his horse and buggy way too fast. I thought, well, no wonder I can't follow speed limits. I'm genetically <laughs> modified to drive That's fast. Right. Yeah. I'm like, could my family not done something quite criminal? Or <laughs> it's not your fault, right? It was in the paper he was warned several times. So <laughs> So, but, but yeah. it, it's fun little things like that that Absolutely. you discover during your research. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, it, it, on the construction, when it comes to the finish date, mm-hmm. are we waiting? We're waiting on materials. We're waiting on materials, and I mean work time and things like that because there's all sorts of projects going. But I have to tell you that the the, the inner circle is going to be fantastic. We, we did fill in the pit. We did not put alligators in there, and it's designed to be an, an incredible meeting room for programming meetings. And they actually put in a. a, a, a system called the hearing loop that is actually bluetooth that attached that helps people with hearing aids and things like that so they can hear better right now there's no acoustic panel so it's kind of echoey in there so if you want to you know pretend you're somewhere and you know make echo sounds <laughs> but and, and we're hoping mid-july that room will become available for the public to use oh fantastic so it's just really i go in there once in a while and just say this is really cool yeah, yeah. now yeah. when it comes to the wyoming or excuse me to the inner circle <laughs> uh we're looking at like if if you had a presentation and you don't have a good location to do that, mm-hmm. you can use you can. the inner circle. Our, the main thing with our policies and using any of the meeting rooms, it has to be free and open to the public. 
So as I say, we've had groups that have arranged before the whole remodeling thing to do presentations or to have group meetings. As long as they're open to the public and you're not charging, we're happy to, to make these rooms available. And you guys have a, like a new whiteboard down there. We it's have three big TVs and two whiteboards with fresh markers. <laughs> so use the markers and not anything else because we're not going to paint. Yeah. Yeah. And we have new erasers, too. It's like we have all this new stuff. <laughs> and it's great to see. Yeah. And, and hopefully by, what would you say, mid-July? I think that's a, the latest date, yeah. Now, yeah. if you want to go down to the library right now, they're going to see a lot of rocks. They are. They are. We have an incredible exhibit on rock art from around Wyoming. And it's just magnificent. And as I, I mentioned before, these are some things that are a bit older than I am. Yeah. It's, and it's like in the children's library, we have a great display on dinosaurs from the Sheridan College. But the rock art is really fascinating. It has a lot of really nice information about it. And it's a lot of it is very accessible. We just forget it's about. Yeah. So and I think that exhibits up till the end of July, I think it is. I should probably look at notes or something, but I just go up there and look at it. And each time I look, I see something different. Yeah. And that's just up on the mezzanine. Now, this is great to bring those those little kids who are always wandering around, putting rocks in their pockets. Yeah, yeah. Future yeah. geologists, uh, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Paleontologists, archaeologists, anthropologists. Yeah. I saw your hand go up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what those ologies are. Yeah. But, the, it, 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 you know... I always, when I was a little kid, I was always fascinated by... Did you by, do some of the rock, rock art, too? I, I <laughs> was fascinated by it, oh, and yeah. uh, my daughter and I each have these little rock animals that okay. uh, we kind of pack around in remembrance of each other, you know? <laughs> Get one that reminds yeah. you of me. And, uh, yeah. And yeah. so, but these are these are a little bit more than just small rock oh, art, Oh, no, aren't these they? are large. Um, they're on, like, cliffs and, and permanent-type things that... Luckily, somebody thought they should be preserved because, unfortunately, other places they've been destroyed or people have actually, you know, cut them out of the out of the rock face to sell. Yeah. So it's a, an important part of, of heritage um, and things like that. And it's interesting when you start looking at them to see what, what do you see or you think about the person who did it. Yeah. It wasn't like they had power tools and computers. To, they plotted out. They just did it. And what would have been the significance of doing that? Because it wasn't just, oh, I think I'll just, you know you know draw on us and, and and go on like they were really saying something they this. really are if and you're going to devote that much time yeah and i always think is that you have to be ca uh, cautious that we don't take our cultural and and religious ideas and apply it on there and so some of them they don't know and some of the the first nation people are saying we have a tradition of this design and you're like wow i mean that's a long time for that design to have been carried through yeah and, and and with respect, I, I always think those things you need to have respect for. Absolutely, and uh, it's such a mm -hmm. huge piece of not just uh, you know indigenous people, right? But a huge piece mm -hmm. of our history right. as mankind. And we just act if you're inspired by it. Please don't draw on our walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, some, I, I know it might occur to you. We have paper if you'd like. You, you, yeah. Um, How long is that going to be up? You said I until? I believe it's till the end of July. Till the end I, of yeah, July. Check with the library. They have information. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michelle, I've run out of time, but oh. thank you for coming on the show this morning. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure having you, you in here. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan Wrestling Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Do you want to put some extra cash in your pocket over Rodeo Week? Black Diamond Security has openings for security positions during Sheridan YO Rodeo. From helping at the gates to patrolling the grounds, Black Diamond Security is a fun, friendly company to work for. Stop down at the Sheridan Workforce Center, 247 East Grinnell Street on June 28th between the hours of 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Meet Bill Case and get started with a great job opportunity with Black Diamond Security. Resources, Education, Autism, Community, Harmony. Reach is excited to host Temple Grandin at the Wyo Theater, 7 p.m. Thursday, July 6th. Dr. Grandin, a Colorado State University professor of animal sciences, a renowned animal behaviorist, and autism activist, will be speaking in support of this autism awareness organization. Advance tickets for Temple Grandin Thursday, July 6th, available through the Wyo box office or online at wyotheater.com. This summer, unleash your outdoor oasis with the help of CMB Supplier your one-stop shop for all your tools and yard supplies. Located on Heartland Drive in Sheridan, our store is ready to make your summer dreams come true. At CMB Supply, we understand that a well-stocked toolbox is essential for any outdoor project, and we have just the items to help you fill it. From grills to gardening to do-it-yourself landscaping, we got you covered. CMB Supply is here to transform your yard into a summer paradise. CMB Supply, open Monday to Friday, 7.30 to 6.30, and Saturday, 8 to 3. Do you think that on tonight's episode of The Bassler, Finn will meet the gill of his dreams? With his intimacy issues, he may never find romance. Oh man, maybe we should just surf the net over to sharedimedia.com and check out the Fisher Bassoff contest instead. The photo contest that runs now through Labor Day? Yeah, you can enter by clicking the contest page, click on the Fisher Bassoff banner, and enter daily for a chance to win a $500 gift card to Shipton's and Bloodhorn Lumber. Bet. We can tune it in next week. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930. KROE, Sheridan.